Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, real quick, this episode is brought to you by Progressive where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram and this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you become the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone and live a purposeful and fulfilling life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 574. Uh, Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today, I want to address this theme I keep seeing online and and everywhere of emotionally unavailable people, emotionally distant people. And we obviously know these people exist. I'm sure you've come across them in your life. Maybe you even tend to relate to this yourself. But what does it mean and what do we do with these people? Because usually when I hear this term thrown around, emotionally unavailable, I'll hear someone talk about how they're dating someone or, you know, in the talking phase with someone and they'll say like, well, it's going so well, but that's the issue. They're just emotionally unavailable. That is why I feel a bit confused right now or that is why I'm not too sure where we stand or that's why I feel confusion and not clarity. It's because they're an emotionally unavailable person. This is the label we throw around, emotionally unavailable, emotionally distant. It's like we're, we're describing someone who, when they were rolled off the human assembly line, they were given the emotionally unavailable model number. And it's like, oh, well, you know, that's who they are. Or, you know, maybe we'll get a little bit more specific sometimes and we'll say, well, they're emotionally unavailable because of X, Y, Z. And they'll point to something that that person has told them, like, you know, they're that way because of a brutal breakup in the past that still kind of haunts them or, you know, some childhood trauma or or things like that. And they'll say, well, that's why. But regardless, it's like this label of being emotionally unavailable is this immovable fixture. It's not just a label. It's an identity. It's who they are. I hear that, that kind of rationale, right? And I see what it leads to. It leads to sitting around and trying and trying to figure out why we try to poke and prod and encourage change and opening up. And, you know, while I certainly can't appreciate slowness and patience in a relationship, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but we need to get real 
We need to get simple when it comes to dealing with people who are emotionally unavailable. The question isn't why. The question isn't will they change. The question isn't about digging in and chasing. The question is, does their effort create closeness or distance in your relationship? That is the question. Labels aside, does their effort create closeness or distance in your relationship? They can very well be an emotionally unavailable person. Cool. Nice label. And perhaps it's valid because of something that they struggle with. Okay, we're not shaming people for the place of truth that they operate from, but what we are judging is what they do from there. Do they push themselves despite those inclinations to be distant? And do they push themselves to create closeness? Or do they default to distance? That is the only point of view we're taking. Do they create more distance between you or closeness? Sure, try your best to understand them, but if they're it detached mentally and emotionally and their actions do nothing to create closeness, then it's not your job to get them to change. Your job isn't to figure out why, it's to figure out if. To simplify, that's if their behavior brings closeness or distance in your relationship. I think that's the only question you need to ask. It's not why, it's if. A little bit of tough love, but as with any way to like slice and dice our, our human tendencies in life, we can talk about love languages or attachment styles or insecurities or doubts or fears. That's all great. And we all have them and they're all valid. Truly, we all have these things and they're all valid. It's what people do, though, amidst those challenges that really matters. That is, if they create closeness or distance despite those inclinations, if they dig in and challenge themselves and actually challenge their tendency to detach. And certainly we're not trivializing the complexities of human emotions in relationships. We're simplifying our approach to navigating them. We're acknowledging that while everyone has their own battles and their own histories and their own reasons, all valid, at the end of the day, relationships are about mutual effort. And so we need to decide what we're willing to accept and where we draw the line on compromise. This doesn't mean giving up on the first sign of difficulty, no, but it does mean recognizing when a pattern of behavior is fundamentally at odds with your needs and your effort. We're advocating here for a form of, call it compassionate realism. It's understanding that while change, of course, is possible, it cannot be forced. It's about accepting that you can offer support and understanding and patience, and these things are great, but you cannot do the emotional work for someone else. And this isn't about casting judgment or assigning blame. It's about taking care of your emotional well-being. It's a reminder that when we're out there and we're pursuing fulfilling relationships, your needs matter. And if those needs aren't met consistently, it might be time to reevaluate. So this pers perspective here is about recognizing that someone's complexity, while very valid, it isn't an excuse for you to be starved emotionally. So in the case of emotionally unavailable people, it's your job, simply put, to determine what closeness looks like and what distance looks like, and then to determine if their actions align with either. Not why, not from where, not trying to understand or change them, but if. That is it, if. So the question then becomes, what does closeness look like? Emotional closeness. Well, you know, simply put, emotional closeness is, is this feeling of effort that connects you to another person in a way that allows for vulnerability and depth and understanding. And it's characterized by the most simple things. But this is effort, right? That's open communication. That's 
freely expressing thoughts and feelings and desires. It's empathy, right? Being able to put yourself in each other's shoes to show support. It's trust and security, feeling safe in the relationship. And then it's shared experiences, right? Building memories together. That is closeness. Emotional distance, on the other hand, is the opposite. It's characterized by a lack of connection, a lack of intimacy. And I can think of many ways, I suppose, that this can manifest itself. The first would be limited communication. Conversations are surface level. They don't, you know, allow them to get any deeper than just the day-to-day, no sharing of personal feelings or thoughts. And then there's the lack of empathy, right? There is not an eagerness to understand to see what your needs are, to see where they can meet you there. And then there's also kind of a sense of withholding support, right? Failing to be there for you emotionally or physically, right? That creates that that gap between you as well. Closeness is when someone is willing to share what's on their mind without dressing it up, without a strategy. Distance, on the other hand, is like you're sitting at a table with someone, but you're wondering if you're actually alone or you're actually with someone distance, right? Where nothing is, things are being said, but nothing is being shared. And I think typically emotionally unavailable people intentionally keep you at arm's length. And this isn't about them necessarily being cold or uncaring. Again, sometimes it's fear, it's past hurt, or even just not understanding how to bridge that gap that this happens. You know, they might show up for big moments, but it's the everyday in-betweens where distance grows, closeness is about willingness to engage deeply, a willingness to engage deeply. They might not know how, but it's a willingness to do it. Distance, on the other hand, is that noticeable gap in emotional intimacy where interactions are superficial, intentionally so. That's where this person typically withdraws from deep emotional conversations and engagement. They avoid conversations about feelings, about future plans, or really just any topic that requires a vulnerable exchange. And I'll add that we need to recognize that emotional unavailability requires a mature understanding of emotional vulnerability. This isn't some switch that someone can just flip and all of a sudden become this sensitive, emotionally open person, right? These things, these topics are things that a therapist would have a field day with, right? It's a complex interplay of histories and insecurities and understandings of what it means to be present, right? We can't just expect someone to flip a switch. We need to recognize this. We're not being these savage people that are like, well, you need to get available and we can't demand things on our own terms and our own timelines. We need to practice patience and understanding. That's the mature approach here. But there's another side to maturity that involves an intentional assessment of your needs and your boundaries. Do their actions provide closeness or distance? Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. 
And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset. Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at h-e-r-o dot c-o. That's the idea of this episode. Emotionally distant, emotionally unavailable people. We are applying a mature lens to understanding them in the same way you'd hope someone does with you. But we're simplifying our decision-making process. It's no longer about trying to figure out why they are the way they are or trying to understand the trigger or the trauma or the past and then inserting yourself in a way to change them or anything like that. It's about analyzing their behavior and saying, is there an effort that I can see from them to create closeness or is their behavior detached and leads to nothing but distance? As I talk about on the podcast a lot, love is always a choice. That is a choice that's usually also always amidst challenges and frustrations and frictions and insecurities. Maybe a busy schedule and ambition and a lot going on in one's career. Or maybe it's amidst tendencies that lead one to withdraw or be emotionally unavailable. That is life. We all have these things. The question becomes, what do they do in response to them? What choice do they make that reflects their commitment to you? I think the relationship you deserve could very well be with someone who you might categorize as emotionally unavailable, but it's the one you deserve because that person recognizes it and they challenge themselves to make choices that create closeness with you, not choices that reinforce the distance that their emotional inclinations want. That is a choice. And certainly it's a difficult one, right? The easier choice is to just give in, to go default mode and remain detached, but for you, The lens through which you analyze your relationship is simple. What do their actions tell you? What do their choices tell you? Not the labels the internet and social media have, you know, love to give. Not the way that we use therapy language to create these identities. Oh, they're this way. They're that way. Right? That's all well and good, certainly. And it gives us a bit of insight into other people. But at the end of the day, we can get lost in the why. We can get so lost in the why. And I just wanted to hop on here to remind ourselves to try our best to simplify our decision-making process. That's to simplify and not get lost in the sauce of why or trying to change someone. 
Their why is their why. And you're a good partner, of course, to try to understand them. Empathy. But at the end of the day, it's not why, it's if. It's if their behavior doesn't create closeness, then what are you waiting for? If their behavior only reinforces detachment or distance, what are you waiting for? That is the question you have to ask yourself. And I hope this episode gives you you know, the chance to draw a line between closeness and distance. Dealing with emotionally distant people, it isn't rocket science, right? It's simple. It's do they make you feel closer or shoved to the sidelines in a sense? If their actions or lack thereof keep you guessing and feeling more alone than part of a couple, then it's time to question what you're really doing there. Emotional unavailability isn't like a a complex puzzle that you need to solve. It's a signal. If someone's not meeting you halfway, not pushing through their barriers, which are valid, but they're not pushing through them to let you in, then what are we doing? It's not your job to fix them. It's not your job to wait around and just hope that they'll change. Your job is to decide if their presence in your life adds value or drains it. If all you're getting is distance, it's time to reassess. Don't let labels, don't yet let excuses, don't let pressure cloud your judgment. It's not about being harsh. It's not about being internet savage. It's about being honest with yourself. The right relationship is not about enduring absence. It's about enjoying presence. So if you're not getting that, at least getting that halfway, you have a decision to make. There's no shame in seeking a connection that actually feels like one right? It's not just about finding someone. It's about finding someone who's going to be there genuinely and at a deep level. So that's it. I hope this gave you something to think about. If it did, it'd mean a lot to me if you share the podcast with a friend, just send them the link to Apple Podcast or Spotify. But that is it. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.